You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1474, brought to you today by Equiotic. This time, Dr. Camargo explains what stocking up is and what you should do about it. Today's episode is brought to you, as I said, by Equiotic. So let's talk probiotics for just a moment. Bluegrass Animal Products Equiotic Supplement is a live daily probiotic supplement for your horse. Equiotic is the only probiotic sourced from horses' good gut bacteria. This allows the good bacteria to survive in the GI tract. Clever, eh? Veterinarian developed and recommended, Equiotic is trusted by horse professionals to keep their horses feeling their best. From the top competition horses to backyard companions, Equiotic can help to keep your horse's sensitive GI tract feeling good. To learn more or to order, you can go to bluegrassanimalproducts.com. You can use the coupon code HRN for 15% off Equiotic packets and paste. That's 15% off by using the coupon code HRN at bluegrassanimalproducts.com. And by the way, more cleverness. Equiotic is also available at many retailers, including Smart Pack and Chewy, but the coupon code HRN for 15% off is only available at bluegrassanimalproducts.com. I'm so glad to welcome back to the show Dr. Camargo, who is here to to assuage our concerns and clear up all the confusion about stocking up. And this was inspired because my horse had to spend a little bit of time in his stall a few weeks back when we had a hurricane roll hurricane roll through town. And of course, he stocks up when he's standing in his stall, and it always makes me chew my fingernails. So, Dr. Camargo, can you please <laughs> help? What is stocking up? What is going on? I, I know, right? So, stocking up, is, you know, it happens in humans also when we travel long, long distances, and we're just sitting down in the car, and literally gravity because we're sitting and we're, you know, we're not moving around and the circulation is, you know, kind of stopped or decreased a lot. And then our feet also swell up. So that's what stocking up is. It's this um, pulling of lymph. Okay. So lymph is this fluid that travels inside uh, the lymphatic system and it's pulling of this lymph and generally in horses would be, you know, in the legs so the lower uh, extremities of the horse because of gravity. So that's what stocking up in the most, you know, simple form is. So why is it that some horses stock up and under the same, what seem to be the same circumstances, other horses don't? I know, I know. And this is something that, you know, it varies by individual, it varies by a lot of things. It varies by age, it varies by individual also, but generally speaking, horses that spend a long time in the stall and are used to staying in the stall and may move around a little bit, they generally don't stock up much. Horses that are outside most of the time and never or very seldom come to the stall, or maybe they come to the stall just for a few hours every day, those are the ones that generally stock up. Because they're not used to their their bodies, uh, you know, like their bodies are used to moving, and this movement helps move the blood around and the lymph around the entire body. Every time a horse, you know, steps, you know, down, so every time that foot lands on the digital cushions inside the hoof wall of the horse, 
helps pump all these fluids up the leg and up the leg, up the leg to go back into the circulation. So when horses are out and about, they are moving around. And, you know, generally we say that the horses, the horses have five hearts, right? The heart and then each foot is a heart because it helps pump and move this blood. And then you get this guy and put him in a stall and he's not used to this, right? His body hasn't adapted to being in a stall. And now you see his legs are going to become swollen. Um, and that generally happens in the hind legs, but it can also happen on four legs. But if it's just stocking up, um, it shouldn't feel warm to the touch, right? Because when we see a, a swollen leg, it can also be many other different things too. But if it's simple stocking up, you put your horse in yesterday, he was healthy, and then you see him today and his generally hind legs are puffy. And that's, you know, what stocking up would be. So your horse stocks up, makes us chew our fingernails and worry. And who needs more worry as a horse person, right? Is there, should we wrap their, the go-to, I guess, for a lot of people is, is, should we wrap their legs? Is that good? Should we just let them get puffy? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's all, um, you know, these are all good questions. I think the first thing that we need to figure out is, is this literally just stocking up? So then first you need to um, rule out any other kinds uh, of, you know, problems that can be. For example, if your horse comes in from the outside and his leg is already swollen, that's m most likely not stocking up. So also you touch the leg and make sure that the leg, if it's stocking up, the leg should just be cold to the touch, should not be warm, should not be hot. If it's some sort of infection like cellulitis or the horse tweaked his leg outside and you have now, you know, some sort of tendonitis, uh, it would be warm to the touch and also painful, right? So that, so after you rule those out and now you're like, okay, it's stocking up, it's all that I have. Uh, so then what you can do is you can wrap, you can use uh, standing wraps. Um, you know, if you know your horse is the candidate for stocking up because you know your horse, you've had him for a long time, you can use standing wraps uh, every time that he comes to the stall, uh, if he's going to be there for long periods of time, uh, you can use, um, I, 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 for my horse, I have um, compression bandages. So these are compression socks. And the ones that I have come from Canada and they are fabulous. And these are just socks that you, they're very elastic, easy to apply. Um, not that easy because they're so compressed, compressive that you have to like, it's a workout to actually apply, but uh, it's more foolproof than uh, bandaging because the problem with bandaging the leg, if you don't do it right, you know, and you put too much pressure on the bandage or your quilt or your pillow, you know, if you don't apply that correct, you can actually cause problems to the horse's leg, right? So I, and there is several brands of compression bandages or compression socks uh, in the market today, and I am a big fan um, of those. So yeah, so you could bandage the horse's leg or put a sock uh, compression sock. And, uh, but generally speaking, these are 12 hours on, 12 hours off because otherwise the body just gets used to just, you know, having that, um, you know, crutch for, you know, for the circulation. And then we may have a problem in that uh, we can have rebound, right? Stocking up. And then all of a sudden this horse is stocking up at other times too, because, you know, all of a sudden the bandage is not there anymore and the body got lazy and uh, got too used to the bandage. So we see uh, this also. So it's generally 12 hours on, 
when you put the horse out, he doesn't need his leg bandaged because as he moves around, that fluid should go back into circulation. So are there any circumstances under which we see stocking up that that is the sign of some other more serious problem going on? And how can we tell the difference? Uh, well, there can be that too. So, well, one of them, for example, horses, older horses, um, can, you know, they have a, a, you know, their bodies have worked a lot already and their circulatory system is not as efficient and not as effective as a younger horse. So those ones may stock up and you see these horses, uh, and they can be even stocking up outside, um, because they don't move around as much also. So we're talking about your geriatric horses here. Uh, and those, the problem with, um, you know, like horses like that, and they're lo- stocked up pretty much a lot, you have to just pay attention that it doesn't develop into a lymphangitis because that fluid in the leg may just turn into, you know, it's just a pool of fluid that shouldn't be there because they should be inside vessels, right? The lymphatic vessels or even the blood vessels. And it can turn into a cellulitis or a lymphangitis and, you know, it, it can turn into that. But uh, so I would be worried a little bit about that. But diseases that can lead uh, to swelling in the legs, uh, there is a couple. So, for example, a horse that's having some sort of heart failure, uh, he, you know, the heart doesn't pump uh, this blood as well. And, you know, the the circulatory system and the lymphatic system, they go hand in hand. Uh, And when the heart is not pumping uh, this blood well, the fluid that extravasates from the blood vessels, they just pull and the lymphatics are not uh, as efficient into grabbing those and taking them back up. So, um, so a horse that is, you know, in the beginning of heart failure can uh, do that, but generally you would see other, you know, problems too, such as uh, exercise intolerance. He may have swelling also in the, his lower abdomen in his prepuce. So you would see those kinds of swelling too. And then another disease um, that can lead to stocking up, and that's a more, you know, um, a bigger problem than just stocking up, would be um, some sort of like liver disease. Uh, as the liver uh, doesn't produce a lot of protein, so the blood and the fluid to stay inside the vessels, we need what we call colloidal pressure, which is all this protein and all these uh, solutes inside the blood keep that fluid, okay, plasma, and keep that fluid inside this blood vessel. When you have low protein inside this blood vessel, the water movement inside the body is by um, osmosis. So then something outside the vessel all of a sudden draws the water out of this vessel. And that's why, you know, um, you know, nutrition plays a big role in this horse. If they are not eating enough protein or if their liver uh, it's failing and the liver is not producing enough protein to keep the colloidal pressure that also can lead, uh, you know, to, to edema in the lower legs too. And in this case, uh, for liver failure, you can also see it like a bigger abdomen. You're going to have, uh, what we call ascites because this liquid also extravasates inside the abdomen. Uh, so those would be, you know, three, um, cases of horses that would, uh, you know, the aging, the heart failure, the liver um, disease could could lead to stocking up, and those you would have to involve a veterinarian. So, when a horse develops a fever for whatever reason, is that is the 
I often see horses stock up when they've got a really high fever for a period of time. Is that a result of the fact that the horse has a really high fever so he's not moving around? Is it because there's some compromise in his circulatory system? Why do, why do I see that so much? So it can be uh, that the horse is not moving around, but it also, one, I, I, I neglected to mention that dehydration can also lead uh, to stocking up because, again, if you don't have, you know, for the, for, the, for the blood to maintain its colloidal pressure and to maintain its blood pressure, you need this fluid in and you need this salt inside these blood vessels and you need all this so the liquid stays inside the, the, the blood vessels and the lymphatic vessels. When, you, when the animal has fever, he may not be drinking um, a lot, so he's not drinking water. He's also not moving around. And that can lead to stocking up too, because you would think, right, it would be the, the, the other way around. Yeah. Uh, but he can, yeah, right. But because he's not ingesting the salt, you know, the, and he's, you know, he has urinated. Uh, so now uh, this liquid extravasates uh, from the, the vessels and they just fall in the lower legs. So, yes. So if your horse obviously has fever, you have to be contacting your veterinarian also to figure out what's going on, right? Because a horse with fever uh, it's something that we don't like us, you know, we can have so many other, uh, problems with the horse, such as, you know, when they start not drinking water, not eating well, because they're so listless and so, you know, ill, they feel ill, uh, any kind uh, of disease like that can lead, you know, to other problems, um, you know, such as the horse developing laminitis or even becoming, you know, toxic, uh, endotoxemia because of, and so fever is just a symptom, Right. So we need to investigate why the horse has that fever going on. So that all of a sudden became, you know, kind of an emergency. There we go. So that's the the 101, the basics of why horses stock up and what we need to be worried about, because there's always something to be worried about with a horse. So for <laughs> folks who are curious about what, her, what Dr. Camargo does in her amazing life as a veterinarian, she is with the University of Kentucky. So if you just go to uky.edu, you can look her up, Dr. Camargo. And thanks for spending a little time with me today. And thanks again to Bluegrass Animal Products, Bluegrass Animal Products Equiotic, the daily live probiotic supplement for all horses. Purchase today at bluegrassanimalproducts.com and use the coupon code HRN for 15% off Equiotic packets and paste. Well, there you have it. Horse Radio Network has thousands of engaging podcasts for horse people, and you can have them sent right to your phone. Just subscribe via your favorite podcast player. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>